As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, everybody. It is Nurse Mo, and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. We are on episode 67, and today we're talking about test anxiety. How many of you have had or do currently suffer from test anxiety? Okay, I'm raising my hand a little bit here as well. I want to talk about this today because I was able to overcome my test anxiety, and I really want to help you. And I also want you to feel like you're not alone in that. So before we get started, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Chris Bem, who wrote on the iTunes podcast rating and said this, I've been looking for this since I started nursing school. It's exactly what I needed. Mo covers the topics you need to learn with plenty of practical tips and awesome pod quiz reviews. I love listening while I'm getting school lunches together, cleaning, and best of all, out for a walk. Thank you, Nurse Mo. No, thank you, Chris. Thank you for leaving that thoughtful review and reminding other students, that this is a great way to study while you're going on and living your life. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's get back to talking about test anxiety. So I want you to know that test anxiety can happen anyone, anytime, even if you've never had it before. Let's say you got through anatomy, physiology, organic chemistry, statistics, all of it and you never had it. It doesn't mean you're necessarily immune to it coming up in nursing school. A study done in 2009 actually showed that nursing students experience test anxiety at higher rates than other majors, and there's a lot of different reasons for that. It might seem shocking because you look around and most nursing students are really high-performing individuals and they're all really bright, but Test anxiety has absolutely nothing to do with how bright you are, and here's why. The first reason why test anxiety can occur in nursing school is because that grading scale that a lot of nursing schools use is absolutely brutal. So back in the good old days, you're taking microbiology or whatever, your grading scale, 90 to 100, there's your A. 80 to 90 is your B, or 80 to 89 is your B. Nursing schools often use, instead of that 10-point scale, a 7-point scale. Some are even tighter, but a 7-point scale is pretty common, and that looks like a, a 93 to 100 is an A, a B is an 85 to a 92, a C is a 77 to an 84, And you don't even want to think about getting anything below a 77 because in many schools, 
Anything below that or anything below what they deem a C is actually a failing grade. In my grad program, anything below an 83 is a failing grade. So there's a huge potential for test anxiety just for this reason alone, just for that grading scale being so brutal. The second reason that nursing students could suffer from test anxiety is because of this thing called exit exams. So you might have heard students talking about these. They're like the ATI exams or HESI exams. These exams are often required at the end of every semester or at the very end of the program or both. And these tests require you to pass this exit exam before you can progress to the next level. And then when it's at the very end of the program, before you can graduate and take your NCLEX. So schools require you to get a certain score on these exams and you have to get that score. Usually, I think three tries is pretty common for a school to allow you to take the exit exam or they'll boot you to the curb. So what makes these exams so special and why schools use them is because they're used to predict whether or not you'll pass your NCLEX, basically. Schools rely heavily on these exams to, honestly, the to weed out students who aren't likely to pass their NCLEX while at the same time giving students a lot of practice with NCLEX-style examinations. And then you might be thinking, well, why does a school care if I pass my NCLEX? I will have already graduated. They already got my money. What do they care? Your school's reputation actually is tied very closely to whether or not you pass your NCLEX. So their NCLEX pass rate, affects their reputation and their accreditation status. So these exams are a huge deal. Your school wants you to pass the NCLEX because they care about you, but also because they care a great deal about their reputation and their accreditation status. So another huge source of stress and potential test anxiety are exit exams. The third reason why nursing students may have Test anxiety is simply information overload. You will be astonished the amount of information you need to learn in order to care for patients safely and to pass all these tests, which include uh, exams, includes skills checkoffs, and exit exams like we just talked about. That amount of material presented each week is absolutely enormous. And when I look back at my binders, because yes, I did save all my nursing school binders, I am astounded that I ever knew that much information and I held that much knowledge in my head. So when you have to know so very much and more is piled on each and every week, it can be really easy to get this belief in your head that you'll never know enough to do well on the exams. So that is another big reason why students have test anxiety. They think there's no way I could possibly know enough to get through this exam. Okay, another reason why nursing students might have test anxiety is because you're associating your grades with your personal worth and value. And I really think a lot of this stems from the fact that nursing students are so competitive and a lot of us had to work very hard to get into highly competitive programs. And so we identify as high performing individuals and to not do well on an exam would really just challenge that core belief that we have or 
had before school started that were high performing individuals. I mean, we got straight A's in, in our uh, prerequisites, right? We were at the top of our class. Why? Um, what happened? And I'm a failure now, basically, is what goes through the heads of a lot of these students. So every test at that point becomes this high stakes event where it's not just giving you your exam grade, but it's defining who you are as a student and your sense of identity and sense of worth as a student. And basically, guys, that's just your mind playing games with you. But it is very common and a very common reason. Okay, another reason that you might have test anxiety is you fear that you will disappoint others if you don't do well. So every nursing student I've ever met has worked really, really hard to get admitted into their programs. And expectations on behalf of the student, on behalf of the student's family, friends, expectations are high. Um, maybe you're a student and you've got a wife and you've got a couple of kids and your lovely wife is having another baby. Now you've got a whole family who's counting on you to graduate and get this great job. Or perhaps your parents or your extended family, all these people that have been your cheerleaders and supported you over the past few years, they're counting on you to to just keep going and do well. They've done a lot to help you get where you are now and you would hate to disappoint them. So that is a great source of stress and can cause test anxiety. Another common reason is simply fear of the unknown. So many students enter into that nursing school exam room, especially the first one, not really understanding what types of questions will be on the test, if they studied correctly or in the most efficient way, if they even studied the right material. Um, should they have focused more on this part or that part? Should they have done practice questions? Should they have done flashcards or watched uh, YouTube videos or done case studies? They just really don't know how to prepare. And when they walk into that exam, they really don't know if what they did is going to work. So there's a big fear of the unknown. And it can be really stressful when you have that many questions and what ifs running through your mind. Another big source of test anxiety for nursing students is the fact that the exams are often timed. So the NCLEX is a timed exam. So your exams in nursing school are often going to be timed. Your professors want you to get used to having that clock ticking away at you because it is a source of pressure. And if you, you know, look at the clicker, the time, um, stopwatch, whatever, clicking down on the exam or hearing the professor say, you've got 90 minutes to do this exam, sends you straight into that mode where you're doing the math. You know, okay, I've got 60 questions. I've only got an hour and a half. How much time is that per question? Is that enough time? What do I do if I get stuck on a question? Should I mull over it a little bit more? But then I'm going to waste my time and I won't finish all the questions. So should I skip it and come back later? Am I even allowed to skip questions and come back to them later? Is it better to guess and move on? On and on it goes. So there's a lot of that math mode going into your exam questions with the timed exam. So many students are so concerned that they're not going to finish the exam on time that they waste time doing this exam math in their head rather than just buckling down and working through the questions. So that's another huge source of test anxiety. So what are you going to do about it? So in addition to studying efficiently, 
Organizing your time well, prioritizing your activities, and maximizing your understanding of material versus just memorizing it, guys. There are several techniques you can use to help lessen your test anxiety. And one of those is I want you to identify your negative self-talk and replace it. So for instance, you're sitting in the exam and you catch yourself saying, oh my gosh, I don't know this or well, I'm just guessing at this point, or I am failing, or I am going to fail. I want you to replace that negative talk with a more positive phrase like, I prepared well, and I'm doing my best. Something very simple like that. So identify the negative self-talk and replace it with something positive and true. I prepared well, and I'm doing my best, or whatever that statement might be for you. Also, deep Breathing can help immensely. So what I always used to do is I would sit down at my at my test station and everybody else is clicking around and getting started and I would just close my eyes and I would take a deep breath in for a count of 10 and exhale for a count of 10. And I would do this like five or six times and just center myself. And that really helped me to approach my exam from a sense of calm and not a sense of heightened anxiety. Another method is called like tensing and releasing. So if your test anxiety presents itself in your body as well as your mind, like your muscles are tense, you're clenching your fist, you're tapping your foot, whatever it is, tensing and releasing is really helpful. So you can sit in your chair and your feet are flat on the floor. And if you take your hands and you grasp the undersides of your chair, like the sides of your chair with your hands, push down with your feet and pull up on the chair at the same time. And that like tenses your muscles and hold that for a count of like five or 10 and then release. Do that a few times and you'll get some of that excess energy just out of your body as you're doing it. And that can help a lot with that feeling of anxiety. And then for those that have a problem with the timed exam, so if your exam is showing a timer, a lot of times you can hide the timer. So see if that helps you. See if you can hide the timer and, you know, use a regular clock to monitor how much time you have left and maybe tell yourself, I'm not going to look at the clock until I get halfway through the exam. You know, train yourself to not be constantly watching the clock. And then another thing to know is how your exam is structured. So find out from the professor and they should tell you when the exam starts. But if they forget, find out if you can go back and look at questions. Because if you can't, um, that will make a big difference in how you approach those questions that you don't know right away. And would you spend more time on them or would you just pick your best guess and move on knowing that you can't go back and revisit it? So that is my quick tips for test anxiety, why you might have it, and some things that you can do to help alleviate it. And if you guys are looking for uh, a quick way to study, kind of like cheat technically, I don't know if it's actually cheating, but you know, like um, a time cheat to help you study faster and get stuff done, is I have study guides for all the major 10 topics for your basic, your first med surge course, like cardiovascular, respiratory, immunity, stress and fatigue, IV therapy, diabetes, stroke, neurology, gastrointestinal, respiratory. I don't know if I said respiratory twice, but the 10 major topics that you need to know. This covers 94 
pages study guide notes material, and it is awesome. And it is available on my website at straightanursingstudent.com. So if you find that your notes aren't great, or you just don't have time to make them super awesome, maybe you're really busy, you're working, you've got kids, you've got a lot of conflicting priorities, go grab that pack of study guides. It is absolutely incredible and it will help you a ton. I absolutely promise you that. So again, thank you to everyone who rates and reviews on iTunes. I'm going to start reading these and giving you guys shout outs because I just want you to know that I do read them and I love hearing your feedback, whether it's positive or constructive, like my friend from Oregon who thinks I'm too dramatic. Um, Maybe I'm just not your cup of tea in that department, but I do hope that you learn something from the podcast. Um, so yeah, your feedback really means a lot to me, guys. So go ahead, rate and review. Tell me what is working for you. And if you have ideas or suggestions, absolutely happy to, to hear it and take those into account. So next week, guys, we're going to be talking about a topic that you'll be covering in your OB course, and that is preeclampsia. So I'm really going to try to start incorporating more peds and OB because as I was looking back through the library of episodes, they're all like adult med surge, adult med surge. And well, there's other topics too. There's mental health, there's uh, peds, there's OB. And I really want to start getting a little bit more broad with those topics. So preeclampsia, really common condition that you definitely need to learn for your OB course. So I will see you here next week for that. Thank you everyone and have a fantastic day. This podcast is brought to you by straightanursingstudent.com. Copyright Mo Media. At a time when change is constant and we are pulled in far too many directions, we need a way to stay present to life and to increase our ability to remain calm, think clearly, and maintain our well-being. Many studies indicate mindfulness improves our mental, emotional, and physical health. On a Mindful Moment with Teresa McKee, you can learn how to practice mindfulness and enjoy its many benefits. Tune in for guided meditations and to hear tips and advice from some of the most respected experts in the fields of mental health and mindfulness. The world truly can be a better place. It all starts with a mindful moment.